Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eberron Gateway to Perdition. This is our last episode. This is it. Episode number three. The big yeah. the big finale. We, we saved all the muted trumpets and the rain and the black and white toning for this episode. So buckle the hell up. Um, before we conclude our uh, three-part miniseries, though, I would like to take a minute to get warmed up with my friends here and check in on them. How's everybody doing? Good. Yeah. Doing good. Doing good. Really excited to uh, kill Jace today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. He's just gonna. He's gonna have a cameo at the end. He just walks in and then Delilah shoots him in the face and is like, "That wasn't so hard." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I feel like somebody's it. been wanting to do this for a while, and I honestly don't see why it's taking so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that? There's a word in German about uh, for someone who has a punchable face or like a face that demands a fist or something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a face. It's a face that asks to be punched. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely has one of those. That's true. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's uh what's what's going on in uh let's start Masood, let's start with you. What's going on in Chicago, my friend? What do I need uh, to know? Well, you need to know goodness, the winds are tearing <laughs> trying to tear down the doors. I tell you what, it is so the windy doors. right now in the windy city. It is saying, So it's not it's not just a name that's like for real. I just think today is an especially windy day. Also, mm-hmm. there's this thing called like skyscraper winds that like draw winds certain ways. And then there's the lake. But also the real we- reason why it's called the Windy City is because uh, when Chicago was a sausage town back in the good old days, when it was just a meatpacking plant, um, they claimed that their meat was much better than all the other like surrounding cities like Cincinnati and some of the other ones. And everyone else was like, oh, they're just a bunch of uh, windbags. So it became the Windy City. Ah, I see. Mm-hmm. The Chicago knowledge I didn't know. <laughs> you know, who would have thought I've been a bike tour guide in the city? Oh, Nobody really? Now. Oh, yeah. that's so exciting. <laughs> it's it's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> like all of the comedy friends are doing, they're like, yeah, architecture boat tour tour guide, like bike yeah. tour guide, bus tour guide. Oh. It's, it's a really, it's, an, it's a good gig if you it's can get It's a good it. gig. You relate to America and international audiences. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you just no work your chops. Uh, mm-hmm. the, there was like a mafia tour. I'm like literally oh, yeah. thinking about all of the tour guides I my, know. My you. tour was the Bikes, Bites, and Brews tour. Ah, where people nice. would have a slice nice. of deep dish pizza. They'd have a Chicago-style hot dog. They'd get a, a cupcake from a very like boutique cupcake shop in Chicago. And then have beers in Wrigleyville before riding along the lake down and it was terrifying taking 15 people who have never been in the city before on bikes oh yeah yeah that sounds awful. yeah it is it was it was a good job i got i got a lot of i got a good tan out of it i don't know <laughs> did, but like did your worst fears ever come to life did like people get yeah. lost or like oh, almost no, no. Oh, people people got lost we found them which was good um, okay and then <laughs> I did get to roast this old man once and that felt really nice because like so we, we were on the tour and I go hey my name is Masood uh I that might be hard for some of y'all to remember so I'm going to tell you a fun story in third grade I really tried to push the nickname Madood. it did not catch on and this is something I tell every tour right it's very <laughs> yeah, fun yeah. it's light it's you have beginning. lines yeah yeah I have lines and this guy uh I don't remember his name but we'll call him Larry Larry goes oh Krishna over there will have no problem remembering your name. And I was like, cool. 40-year-old man, 
you are my new target for this day. Uh, Ready. And so we go on this bike ride and he comes up and um, some of the, he's clearly upper management. And some of the other uh, bikers come near me. This guy, Greg uh, Polinski, is like, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, Larry's a real handful. And he's like, yeah, wait till he starts calling you uh, Polak. And I was like, okay, cool. So he <laughs> races across like East Europeans, like South Asians. That's, it's weird or, though, because that's how I introduce you when I'm talking about you to new people. I'm like, yeah, Masood, my Polish friend. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the first, the first defining uh, characteristic. Uh, <laughs> that's the first thing I think of, certainly. Absolutely. <laughs> Later, I'm talking to Krishna and apparently Larry also calls him uh, a poo on occasion, which oh, I mean, no. that was, that was standard. Oh, and, he, and then I talked to this woman, Linda, who is from, uh, Scotland, uh-huh. he keeps calling an Irish lass. So it's just like <laughs> this guy. This guy. Offensive thing that you could call a Scottish person. Right. <laughs> and Krishna says the worst thing to me. He's like, hey man, if you stick around long enough, you might get your own nickname. And I was like, oh my God, this place. I need to get out of the store. Uh, and so um, we go to take a group picture at the bar and I'm, I'm taking it and I, it's my one shot, my one shot. <laughs> and so I take a photo. I was like, oh, that's terrible. Larry, can you turn around? We want to see your face, not your bald spot. Come on. <laughs> and, and he, it doesn't sound like much, but the crowd, oh, they burst into laughter. <laughs> Finally, the king taking a shot from what? A lonely fool on the outside of town on his bipedal taking you around. <laughs> you know, yeah. It doesn't matter how good it is. It just matters how, you know, good the people hearing it feel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I was like, <laughs> this is why this is why I'm a bike tour guide right here. Because <laughs> my, my, my my D-level comedy right now is really hitting it for you. And I love it. Don't like your boss? Take him on Masood's bike tour and we'll knock Absolutely. him down a peg or I'm two. Not, I'll, I'll roast him for you. Some very light <laughs> stuff that you'll talk at the water cooler about for two years from now so so when you're when you're driving people around on these tours and stuff and they're asking you questions about chicago did you did you get a lot of like like what were people curious about when they thought about chicago like what would they want to know um i think they really wanted to know a lot a lot of them want to know about al capone which is always a big thing um for the tour that we were on a lot of folks wanted to know like good places to go afterwards to hang out um i think (laughs) Once we're done doing this nerdy bike ride, where can we go and be cool? Absolutely. (laughs) Well, it was like, cool, because you go through these neighborhoods and you point stuff out. um, And like, I feel like most often their questions were, yeah, really just like the the rumors. Is it really that dangerous? Is like, Mm -hmm. you know, like some of that stuff. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I feel like that would be like it's it's sort of an interesting thing because like yeah. I can see why and, and to your point, Katie, I know I know a lot of because I live in Vancouver, so there are a lot mm-hmm. of actors here as well. I have a lot of uh, actor friends who do things like uh, planetarium tours or like those kinds of things. We're like, yeah, let me let me perform for you in this constrained environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I dig it. It's I mean it's not a bad gig, and honestly, it it was a workout. Uh, the <laughs> toughest part about it was going from biking zero miles a week to 60 and yeah. so yeah gosh mm-hmm. that's a negative ghost rider <laughs> <laughs> i actually i'm now imagining a t a tk bike 
tour <laughs> around <Kentucky. laughs> I, I, I want nothing more than to go on this bike tour it's my new life stream Everybody if you, all, if you all come to Chicago, I'll do a private one for you. I would love, I would love to redo the route with just you guys. That would be very fun. I would never. I not because still- it's not because it's silly or anything, but because it's exercise. Absolutely not. I'll leave you know my what? house to we'll exercise. Get, we'll have you just on a pedicab behind my bike, and the rest of us oh, will yeah. be biking. That'll Finally, be- yes, <laughs> as I deserve. <laughs> Have me in like a little, <laughs> a little Barbie convertible. Perfect, <laughs> ideal. Just pulling me behind your bike. I'm just lounging uh, in there. <laughs> yeah, everybody else is on a bike. Everybody else is on a bike, and TK is driving a hot pink Power Wheels uh, behind everybody else. Knees <laughs> up to your chin because it's like this long. No, I'm like lounging, so nice. I'm like pushing it with one hand and like driving. Love it. In my in my Barbie drop top. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep. Good. We had to mod it so it would go 20 miles an hour, but now that it does, no, it's hooked up to the bikes. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really oh driving. God. I go 20 <laughs> miles per hour. I go 20 miles per hour. That's what that's what we're saying. I see. Yeah. I'm back on board. Yeah. Right. In, yeah. In, in chat, Infinity Phoenix says, now I'm imagining Vic biking Delilah around like that. I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They, got, they got penny. They got like penny farthings in Eberron. But in, in Sharn, it would be very dangerous to ride a bicycle because you're riding on all of these like crowded thoroughfares very high up in the air. And if you got knocked off your bike, somebody doors you, you're dead. You're going to just fly off and die so much more dangerous but I can- I i'm just a- imagining like a uh, like a squadron of just like insane unicyclists who ride on the rims of bridges yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i had That's a chance whole- to take featherfall <laughs> and i chose firebolt instead so mm-hmm. yeah because one of those is a good spell and the other is featherfall so you're fine i think i, I, think <laughs> I had a chance to take take something like that and i was like if i fall um, oh, speaking, speaking of which, you're level five now, right, Delilah? So your firebolt should uh, jump up to the next cantrip tier. Oh, right now it does two d ten, I think. Heck yeah! And you get your arcane firearm, so it does two d ten plus a d eight. Oh, heck yeah! We were actually talking about how we can put ourselves in just narratively risky scenarios mm-hmm. because. As PCs know for sure, we make it to the train. That's we right. Live to get yeah, to the train. Yeah, it's that, canon, that, that, so. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like really we're unkillable. And we're at full health when we get there too. So like yeah, yeah. 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 Also level three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know if so you've like- ever played a Metroid game before, but that's what's happening here. It's like the first fight, you're level 20, and then uh-oh, back to level one for the rest of the game. You gotta go collect all yeah. your abilities again. It's awesome. Yeah, it's like a Dark Souls tutorial. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's some stuff. Now we're going to take it away. Start over. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is going to be great because we are Mm. we are essentially unkillable because we've already seen the end of the story. Mm. Until we get to the train. Then we're super killable. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we win the train. So don't forget that. (laughs) The moment we see the commissioner. In canon. All bets are off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do we... <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, I guess we could just find out. We could just play the game, and we could find out how you get there, and if you live. What do you live. mean, we? You yeah. that what? <laughs> we could just play and see what happens. That could be a thing we do. Um, All right, I 
guess you okay, but don't let us die, Adam, or else everybody. Yeah, will Adam, know. that's your job to not yeah. let us. We're like, like <laughs> don't let us die. <laughs> you're like, this okay. Story continuity. As soon as the hand. game starts, you're like, all right. So I fill up the bathtub and I get the toaster <laughs> and I plug it in and I look right at the camera and I jump in the bathtub. What happens? <laughs> You ever see that like asymmetric game that was like who's your daddy or something and one of you played a baby who was just trying to find a way to kill themselves yes. and the other one was the dad yeah. trying Oh it's to the beginning of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Perfect. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and there's no option to give the baby Benadryl so what are you gonna do? DK, stay away from people's what, children. What, Masood? Just, just don't. What, Masood? <laughs> Say know. something. Go ahead. What is it? I, why do you need Benadryl for a baby? What are you doing to this baby that you need Benadryl for? It knocks the baby sleep. out. Yeah. yeah. Baby oh, guys. <laughs> chloroform works just fine. Come on. Why? Why no, is where it are you going to get chloroform better? in this day and age? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. You're telling me that you are more likely to have chloroform in your pill cabinet than Benadryl. That's Chicago, baby. That's the Chicago. <laughs> that is a true fact here's, about Chicago. Here's the thing. The, 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 whole, the whole reason that you need to knock the baby out anyway is so yeah. that Carlos can't hear it crying and doesn't know where to find you. <laughs> Absolutely. That is so the you new can game. get your precious baby to safety before Carlos attacks it mercilessly. <laughs> I want Carlos this game of Mafia, except you, who's the hidden Carlos? Trying to <laughs> Secret <laughs> Carlos. <laughs> Oh uh, boy! Uh, congrats on him getting married. Yes, um, that's right. Congratulations <laughs> to our dear friend Carlos uh, for getting yeah. married and having a great time. Marrying but... Serena is definitely the best choice you ever made. So, <laughs> good job, buddy. And for folks who need context, our uh, our regular Wednesday morning game uh, is the that's the origin of this joke. So go watch Chase Bellerin Must Die Wednesday mornings on twitch.tv slash dnd but for or now don't, whatever for yeah, now uh we've we've only got a little while we gotta get you folks on a train so let's oh, yeah. let's oh, find out what happens get us on a train so the uh the we 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 faded on the bar right the uh the the polished pram i believe was the name of this this particular establishment uh formerly uh prior to the war uh, a building of some some unusual purpose but now it is uh, one of the up-and-coming nightclubs uh, on this uh, in this area of Sharn. Uh, currently, tonight, uh, being entertained by the Big Skay Hill Band, uh, there is a, a pretty sizable crowd of, uh, of people, mostly human. And as we fade in, we see them all kind of gather around. They're watching the stage. Uh, Bix and his his jazz combo are uh, are entertaining them, and. Uh, <laughs> We see the door to the we see the door to the bathroom mysteriously open and then swing shut as if someone had passed through. But there's no there's no sign of them. And uh, as we see that, the camera pans across. Uh, we see Bruno and Bruno's new friend. <laughs> and there's a bit of like an altercation going on there. And then the, the shot cranes up and does one of those things where it goes through the floor. So like the set is a cutaway. So we see through the layers of the floor, we see a pipe and like a rat runs across it as we scan up to the stairs above uh, where we see Delilah uh, standing next to a, uh, a guard and in front of them, a set of doors uh, leading to the office of uh, the baby uh, owner of this bar uh, and leader of the night street gang. And then crouching, Highly stealthily over here behind a fern, <laughs> Rookslade. Uh, 
Private investigator. Rooksley. Yeah. Righty. <laughs> so I think I think maybe let's start up here and then we'll check in on things downstairs. So Delilah, you've been brought to uh, you've been brought to the to the door by the guard, right? Uh, you've been told the baby wants to uh, the baby wants to talk to you, uh, and uh, so you've been escorted up here. Do you know that that Rook followed you? Is that a thing that you know about? You think? Nope. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I think that Delilah. I don't think Delilah ever knows anything for sure, mm-hmm. but expects whoever they are working with to just make things work out in their favor. <laughs> like there is an expectation that, okay, well, you didn't let me bring my henchmen upstairs. My henchmen will handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think Delilah expects somebody to have followed them but I don't think that Delilah knows it with any certainty that will allow them to strategize around it. Right. There's just an expectation that they will be assisted. Yeah. Someone, someone will be there when I need them. Yeah. That's okay. That's but very no trusting planning. of you. Okay. But no planning. All right. Yeah. So, so you're brought up to the, to the door. I think this, this guy, the, the butler or whatever will come up to the door and uh, open it. And sort of gesture, like, please go, go on through. It, is this butler wearing like a like a tuxedo tail? Yeah, I think I think it's all. I mean, the oh, the yeah. staff the staff here are all like street toughs and goons and thugs that belonged oh to uh, the baby's organization, and then uh, and then they were and upgraded to staff. Yeah, and they're like, well, yeah. you, if you're gonna be staff in my fancy club, you got to wear a tuxedo. So yeah, they do they do look like ill fitting like gorilla suits. And he's got like a like a thing on his nose from like a fight. Yeah, right, a little like band aid, like and like, mm-hmm. yeah. Everyone oh, yeah. that works in this bar is played by Mike Batista. Um, so. <gasps> yes, yes, I love this. This also makes my choices very much more hard now. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I wanted to set the stage for it being funny, but now mm-hmm. it's dangerous too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you'll take care of it. Uh, yeah, um, Delilah will like, uh, mm, does Delilah get the sense that they are not allowed to smoke here? Has there been, um, are there like ashtrays in the waiting this room is, or This is, yeah, this is a, a fantasy film noir type setting. Everyone is smoking everywhere all the time. So you're okay. welcome to do the same. Yeah, Delilah will light up a light up a cigarette on their their like long cigarette holder i think i think if you if you take out the cigarette holder and you put a cigarette in it before you go in the the beefcake in the gorilla suit or knock knock off batista uh takes out a a lighter and like leans over to light your cigarette oh yeah delilah does like the very like noir like lean forward and like inhale to light it and like looks up through the eyelashes and stuff. Um, Delilah, not hot. <laughs> very much, very much a 60 year old. <laughs> I disagree. Under the eyes. I disagree. Bite, violet eyeshadow. I still think yeah, she, no, she's got a hot attitude. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and instead of instead of the sleek bob that they were wearing earlier, uh-huh. it's now like the the sea curls and um, yeah, uh, waves. Nice it's the waves now. Take my waves. Yeah, yeah. My waves. Yeah. So it's very much like the and then you know leaning back up with the waistcoat and the frilled collar and everything, and then just like, well, I suppose I'm ready. Haven't got all night. Let's get this over with. You ready for your close up? Okay. So, uh, so the uh, yeah, the guard holds the lights your cigarette for you. He nods, grunts politely, and then holds the door. Like, please go on in. Uh, yeah, Delilah will uh go in. Okay. Um, so you go in. The guard stays outside. Uh, you okay. you watch this happen, Rook. Right, the door. Yeah. Uh, the door. This door swings closed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, uh, you walk into a second room, uh, Delilah. Sorry. That's my okay. Chromebook is on for some reason, even though I muted it. And in this, in this room, this sort of little antechamber, uh, there is a, um, there's like a tapestry on the wall. Uh, it looks like it, uh, depicts the, the city, like an earlier state of the city. It's a, like an antique tapestry. There's a little end table over here with a lamp on it. Uh, and when the door behind you clicks shut and you're in this little kind of waiting room here, uh, you hear uh, footsteps uh, on the other side as someone comes to open the door for you. Now, while that happens, uh, Rook, you watch Delilah go in. Do you uh, stay behind your cover here and, and wait? Like, it looks like the guard just um, folds his arms over his chest and, like, leans against the wall. I take uh, the drumstick that I got from Rick's yeah. earlier mm-hmm. and I throw it down the stairs. Oh, like down the hallway behind you? Yeah, from behind cover. Excellent. Okay. A little exclamation mark pops up over the guard's head and he goes, what was that sound? And he starts walking off that direction. I play Metal Gear. Yeah, you know what's up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Let me check and see what your stealth roll was for Skullcrown. 18. Okay. Yeah. You you just just blend right in and you kind of have to move around the bush to to stay hidden. But he, yeah, he comes around and he's like looking to see what's up. Um. And, and yeah, starts heading down that hallway. I pop into try to open the door to where Delilah is. Going up that way. Okay. Yeah. So meanwhile, downstairs, um, Vic, you come out of the you come out of the the bathrooms. You're invisible now, right? You have the invisible invisibility spell on. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you come out. You're invisible. Door swings shut behind you. You look up and you see Bruno uh, and this this guy. Um, what's the what's the current situation? Oh, Bruno runs away. It's okay. What's the current situation with you and this dude, Bruno? Uh, what is what is Vic see? Is this escalating? Are you gonna punch the guy, or is it still kind of like you're sure you're like talking him down? What's what's happening? Um, I I want to get hit. Yeah, so you're, you're like asking for it. You're trying to goad the dude on. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So I, the question I have here is, Vic, you see Bruno like acting like a jerk. But I don't know if you are perceptive enough to know that this is on purpose. That Bruno's like trying to get this guy to hit him. Can you make an insight check? I would love to. Yeah. Insight. I wonder what my insight score is like. Oh, it's all right. A 12. <laughs> A 12. Okay. Bruno, do you think 12 is enough to figure out your, your master plan? Or do you think Vic thinks you're in trouble? <laughs> um. Oh, gosh. I honestly... Uh, since I took all of that time to to train um, on my physical and my internal, like uh, everything I had, go my my disguise kit, as it were. Uh, 
I don't know. I think I think you might actually think I'm in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what are you doing to try to goad this guy into into hitting you? Like, what are you? Um, how how are you doing that? Well, let's see. If I the last thing I remember, I'm I'm hold on one moment. Hold on, hold on. There are uh, animals fighting on my bed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's my autobiography. Great, I was I mean, gonna like, say you, that's a. Yeah. I can. Uh, I I would show you, but I don't want to ruin the. <laughs> <laughs> I d- I do think that someone needs to title something. There are animals fighting on my bed. That's really that's good. A band that's name, a- audiobook. Yeah. It's great. It's a oh, good God, name. For why an are album. they riled up? They <laughs> usually just sleep. Oh God. <laughs> I love I'm sorry. Hey, stop, please. Go. <laughs> Pleading with pets is such a mood. Please, yeah. <laughs> whatever you're doing, just stop I'll, doing that. I'll be right back. Okay, that's all right. Okay. So, uh, so Vic, you you see, I don't imagine you're going to get involved anyway, right, Vic? Because you you don't care about Bruno that much personally. Uh, almost, almost certainly not. Okay, all right. Uh, so, what are you going to do? You you come out, you see Bruno. There's some like there's some some trouble maybe brewing, and you just walk by. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think it's like, well, that is uh, not my problem. Uh, yeah yeah sure uh, my poor sweet delilah is unattended and uncared for every second that that's happening i'm failing so i just need to fix that as soon as possible okay so you just want to make your way uh to the back entrance here and then up the stairs i would think so yeah okay all right so you maneuver your way down here um and then, uh, yeah, Bruno. So you wanna you wanna try to g- get a fight going? You wanna get get some trouble started here? Yeah. So the last thing I remember was this person taking their rings off and like handing them to their yeah, friends. and they were like, like, "All right, all right, buddy, you're gonna yeah, like if you're gonna keep causing trouble." And he, he kind of like he's like he's doing that thing where he's just posturing right to see if you're gonna back down. No, I'm yeah, I'm just gonna um, I'm gonna like kind of lean in to to him a little bit, like not not get in his space, but like. And then, like, put my hands up and be like, "Hey, no, you probably don't want to do that. I'm, I'm sorry, but like, this, there's no way you're gonna beat me. I'm just gonna make you look foolish in front of all your friends. This is gonna be a real problem for you. So, yeah, I think, I mean, I think he just takes a swing at you, like where you're yeah. like, you don't want to do that. He's like, you don't tell me what to do. You're not my mother. And he, uh, he takes a swing at your face. Um, so let's see. Um, melee attack from this guy. I don't have an unarmed attack set up for him, so I'll just roll it manually. Takes a swing at you, and he misses. He gets a nine. What does that look like? Do you do you block like instinctively? Do you duck out of the way? Do you does he swing and just like he's drunker than he thought? Like what? What does that look like, Bruno? Um, I want to, if at all possible, can I, uh, just get out of the way, and. As he is like missing, like swinging with the fist, I want to like grab the left side of his head and bash him into a table. Yes, yeah, you totally can do that. Yep. Cool. Yep. Um, roll a d6 and add your strength modifier. Okay. I, I remember how, how to do this. I just want to <laughs> see how much damage it takes. Okay, so you got a two, and then what's your strength? Is it plus, plus three? Plus three now. Okay. Five. All right. Okay, yeah, so there's this loud bang uh, as head meets table quickly, and all of the drinks on the table jump a half an inch when you smack his head on the table. There's some rattling. There's a, a shout of surprise uh, from uh, from over here. I think it's probably not quite enough yet 
to stop the band. Maybe they like Bix never misses a beat, but maybe the bass player is like boom, boom, boom. Uh, and then like gets back to playing. He's like, wait a second, something's nope, nope, gotta keep going. Uh, and there's this momentary hiccup uh, as you you hit the guy's head on the table, and he's stunned for a second, trying to trying to like figure out little birdies are flapping around his head. Um, meanwhile, back upstairs, uh, Delilah, the door opens uh, in front of you, and the uh, the smell of uh, cigar smoke of wafts out from the door you can see into a lavishly appointed office um so it has some furniture when you as you come in so you're this you see one of these gorillas and he he gets you to come in and uh you see that there are uh, there are some stools along the side uh over here there's another fern over there there's a big desk uh, another small sidebar over here with uh, drinks on it, right? So it's got a big, like, crystal decanter and some other bottles uh, over there, like a bucket with ice. And then there's a leather couch here. And there are a couple of other guests of uh, of the babies. These seem to just be, like, um, kind of his favorite goons uh, or, like, um, other members of his, his association. And then, yeah, as you look across the room... Uh, you see, sitting sitting in the big leather chair over here, you see the baby himself, uh, Tyke Mice, and, and he's sitting there, and he's got his feet up, and his feet are bare because he's a halfling. They don't wear shoes. So his bare feet up on his desk, yeah. and uh, he's got a cigar in one hand, and there's a glass of some dark liquor sitting on the on the desk. And he looks up when you, when you come in, and he smiles, and he's got like about 50% more gold teeth than the last time you saw him. Um, and remember, he's he's like a, built like a little like spark plug. Like he's he's dense and small, and uh, he used to be a professional uh, professional boxer for like a really nice. long time. So he's he's pretty beat up. Um, I I know you don't mean me to, but mm. I am definitely picturing like a halfling version of Carface from All Dogs Go to Heaven. Sure, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> so yeah, he uh, he's he's looking at you, and then behind on the on the wall uh, behind him there is a, a framed poster of um, uh, or a framed picture of a, the newspaper from the day that he won the the big fight that put him like where he is today, right? So there's this this thing about like the baby's rise to power, like all this stuff about you know him winning this fight, fight. and. Uh, there's like a picture of him with a bunch of like city officials and stuff. He's like shaking somebody's hand. And so he keeps these like newspaper clippings framed behind him. Uh, and when you, you come in, uh, the uh, I guess the guard steps over here and closes the door behind you. Uh, Can I? Yeah. Rook, if you if you want to do something. Get to the door just gently and like stop it before it shuts yeah, all the way. Yeah, 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 totally. Okay. Yeah. So the door the door swings most of the way shut. And then uh, and then, yeah. I catch it. Stops on your foot. So, also, I want to ask a question. Is yeah. is the baby's uh, Mike uh, Tyke Meissen's? Does he have a brother named Vincent? Is he <laughs> is he the one that I put away that then got out? Or yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I have. A, I also have this person. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, you you come in, Delilah. Do you do you let him have the first word, or do you do you say something upon like looking looking up and seeing him at his desk? Uh, I think I think Delilah will take in the surroundings first. I want to ask a question from yeah. Delilah's point of view. Yep. Does the does the baby like did the baby uh 
style or design this room as more befitting of his stature or are all of is all of the furniture bigger than him to overcompensate <laughs> well so his his desk if you look the chair the chair is definitely the chair and the desk are definitely custom made because they um bespoke they're they're big Right. Like it's a big it's a big chair, but the proportions are such that it like he fits in it. So the the um, the desk and the chair themselves are quite low to the ground, but they're large. So they're kind of human scale, but it's structured so he can sit in them and look like not a, an actual baby. Um, but other pieces of furniture in the room, like the chairs and the um, the couch, those are just regular human sized furniture. And then if you look at the sidebar, you see that there's actually a retractable set of stairs that come out of the bottom of the uh, of the sidebar. They're currently closed. But if you wanted to make himself a drink, you could just walk over and like kick a lever and the stairs would come out. And you could climb up to the uh, up to the sidebar. But he has other people to pay uh, to make drinks for him. Yeah, Delilah has a lot of opinions about that. Um, and are are the baby's guests? Are they sitting or standing? They're all sitting. Yeah, okay. they're doing that that awkward posse thing where like it's obvious that this is a scene in which you and the baby need to talk about stuff, but they're just in the background being like, "Yeah, I'm important enough to be here, but not important enough to say anything." Yeah, see, that's because if they were standing, Delilah would assume they were subordinates, uh, but Delilah instead assumes that they are at least slightly important enough that somebody values their lives. Okay, Uh, Delilah will step inside, and after the door has closed behind them, because they never look over their shoulder, they never Mm -hmm. look behind them, whatever behind them, whatever is behind them is in the past. Um, (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And sort of like takes a drag, flicks a little ash onto the floor, says, <laughs> Myron, how delightful of you to invite me to your nursery. <laughs> he, he, he chews on the cigar threateningly. Uh, and then uh, okay. as he speaks, a, a cloud of bluish smoke comes out of, comes out of his mouth. And he, he says, uh, it's been a long time, Delilah. You don't look so good. Rough life. It'll do it to you. I like to take care of myself. And he like leans back, kind of like see, obviously I do. And like takes a drag <laughs> of off. Of course you cigarette. do, dear. Somebody has to. And he uh he shrugs and he says, uh, you like what I've done with the place? And she or they look around and they sort of like make a show of taking the room in. Well, it's not as tacky as I thought you'd make it, but it's still perfectly you. He's not sure whether or not to be offended by that. Um, so while you're while you're talking and Rook, you're you're eavesdropping, we, we fade back to downstairs uh, Vic, you you come around the around the corner. You've made your way up the stairs, right? Invisibly. Uh, I'll carry you. I'll carry you upstairs. Thank you for carrying me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, I just threw you outside. There you go. Okay. Okay. So you come around this corner of these stairs, and as you look up the hall, you see you see a guy in a tuxedo holding a single drumstick and looking at it like like he doesn't know what it's for or like what it is. Okay, great. 
Ooh. Now you um, saw, I think you saw Rook like get the drumstick, right? Like you, you saw that. So you, I think you can put those pieces together. You're like, Oh, Rook's okay. already up here. Or that, or this guy's just giving out drumsticks willy nilly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, you're my biggest fan. <laughs> um, I'm going to like approach silently and just start like contemplating like an Assassin's Creed, just like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you, if you want to try to try to like, you know, grab him and choke him out, you, you certainly could. Um, I would look for a quick place to stash the body, though, first. And I do I see any like supply closets or large <laughs> yeah, I mean there there are literally like rooms all there are rooms all along the side, and the one if you scooch up to this door, there is. Okay. It's funny you ask because the door literally says storage on it. It has like oh, storage wow. written on the door. Yeah. Oh, vastly convenient. Mm-hmm. All right, let's let's. Uh, well, I don't want to. I I am gonna <laughs> use like Vix. <laughs> Here's me perpetually afraid of fucking everything up but i know Remember, I you're gonna get on that train <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing i know to be true i'll mm-hmm. make it on this train uh, it's adam's job to put us on that train i adam's don't think job. that's how that works <laughs> <laughs> um it, i will definitely like look and vic's gonna make sure that like the probability of like them succeeding is like surpasses the certain threshold i don't think vic's a very like risky person mm-hmm. in terms of um sacrifice but um yeah if if there's an opportunity for me to just like take this person knock him out and put him in a supply closet I yeah right will. right now he's still pretty far away from you so you'd have to lure him over or get closer to him um i'll sneak closer i'm invisible mm-hmm. okay all right so you start sneaking closer can you make a stealth roll yes and i tweeted at roll 20 so nobody worry about me rolling low. I'm sure that they've worked it out. <laughs> yeah, that uh, bug where you keep rolling low. <laughs> yeah, I think that they fixed it. So nobody worry. Oh, I just have a one in stealth. That seems yeah. interesting. Yeah. But you're invisible oh. right now. Yeah, you're invisible. Yeah. So you have you have advantage. Oh, nine? Yes. You have a nine. Okay, nine. all right. So you start nine. you start creeping up and you you step on off, off the floor, right? And you hear a like, like a creak on the floorboard. And the guy with the drumstick looks up and he's like, what was that? Ah, and he like grumbles and he starts just walking towards you. Okay. Well, looks like knocking him out is for sure going to happen, I guess. Yeah. What is that going to look like? <laughs> is it for sure <laughs> going to happen? <laughs> That's a really good question. I'm happy you asked it, Adam, because I have an answer for you. <laughs> well, you ponder uh, it for a second. He's walking towards you. He heard you walking. He starts walking towards right. you. Meanwhile, downstairs, uh, Bruno, you have you have just you smack the guy's head on the table. His Ooh. his like the other people at this table get up and they back away like hands up. Um, it hasn't caused a, a bar wide scene yet, but you are certainly capable of making it one. Um, so you hit his head on the, the table and he grabs his head and he's like, ah, oh, what the hell? And then what do oh, you do? But you slipped, you slipped on. I'm sorry. Are you okay? Is that- do you want to let him take another swing at you? Yeah. Okay. Nice. All right. So, uh, he does getting a 12, which is another miss. So he, you hit his head on the table. He gets up. He's all confused. You're like, you must've slipped. And he's like, ah, the hell I did. And he swings at you and he misses again. You just step back and his, whoosh, his fist swings through the empty air. 
Uh, do you want to try to like knock him down or cause you're, you're just like playing with this guy now. What on earth? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise attack. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That scared the the living hell out of me. <laughs> oh, fair. Fair. They love. Wow. Okay. That. Um, well, okay. What am I? Okay. Back, back in the, in the narrative. Okay. Uh, huh. Um, yeah, so this time when when he misses, um I I just wanna I wanna steal the flower. Yeah, you're just yanking out of his little butt. Okay. <laughs> sure. But I wanna like uh like with it without him noticing, you know? Like all sleight of hand like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Make a uh, make a sleight of hand check. We'll see. Yeah. Okay, this will be great. Cause I I have a I have a one. So yeah. here we go. Yeah. Hey, hey. No, man, you got a sixteen. Hey. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he swings at you whiffs in the air and yeah as he turns you can see his his little boutonniere or whatever right here and you can just like yoink yeah, yeah. so you, I mean, you that, and yank it out of his uh out of his the buttonhole and he he like spins around and he looks he's like hey give me that back that's mine wait 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 can i steal without him noticing you want him to not notice yeah totally so you just okay yeah so instead he just spins and like cool. ends up like staring at the table and he turns around. And he's like, come here, you. And like tries to get himself situated again. He's maybe drunker than he thought. Um, sure. And then he just now he has maybe a concussion. Uh, so he he stumbles sideways out of his chair and is trying to like right himself so he can get his, get his dukes up. Um, uh, and then Bruno's just going to put their hands up and be like, hey, no, like I'm, I'll just I'll walk away. I'm sorry. I thought we were friends. I thought I I thought you knew me or something. I'm so, I didn't mean to didn't mean to make you you slip and hit your head and fall all over the place. That was my bad. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna move on. All right, make a uh, make a persuasion check. <laughs> um, here we go. I got ten. All right, I'll uh, I'll I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna see how ornery this dude is. Um, Doggy. Let's see here. Uh, I got a four. All right. So you've managed to just like, like you just rope a dope this dude where you're like, you must be confused. You hit your head. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's not, I don't, I thought I knew you. And he's just like, Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> like he sits down and the, the, one of the women with him is like, okay, dear, I'll get you another drink. And like, they kind of calm him down. And at this point, like the nearest, uh, the nearest guy, uh, he, he looks at you and he's like, he comes over and he kind of whispers. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry. He's. He's got a bit of a temper in him when he's got some, had some drinks. Let me let me buy you a drink. And he, he kind of like is like, let's let's go over here and get you away from my friend. Yeah, no, I'm uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I feel I feel like it's my fault or something, you know. Yeah. Do you go with you want to go with this person? Yeah, I'll go with. Okay. So the two of you head towards the the bar, and inevitably, like it only takes a few paces across the across the bar for the guy to do the thing that so many people do after being around you for a few minutes, where. There's a look of confusion. Like he's staring at you. There's a look of confusion. And then there's that like, oh, hey, I know you. You're, you're, you're Bruno the bear. I, I seen you fight. And uh, that like, and this happens all the time. And so he just starts like regaling you with stories of your own boxing prowess. Like he's like, I was at that fight, that, that one in the summer. And he, he just starts like talking to you about it. He's very excited that he knows you. Um. And so that that becomes the conversation you have as you head over to the uh, to the bar. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then I, at at some point, I want to be like, actually, hey, um, you do you know uh, a lot of a lot of your friends, fans of mine. Uh, 
<laughs> like tugs on his collar. It's like, uh, I, I don't know if, I don't know if fans is the right word. Uh, and he looks around and he's like, this, I mean, this is, this is the baby's club. And, um, you know, uh, you're, you're pretty brave coming here. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I was supposed to be in disguise or something, but I, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I have I'm having a hard time changing my voice. And I, yeah, I when like you, when you say that, he, he nods and he, he's like, oh yeah, I, I get it. You're uh, in, in cog, uh, in your, you're hiding. I, I won't, <laughs> I, I won't tell nobody. Don't worry about it. Uh, and, and he looks back and he's like, he's going to forget all about that conversation. You, well, after I, I won't, I won't tell anybody you're here. Oh yeah. 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 No. Um, oh yeah. Buy me a drink. Uh, I'll, and then I got to go take care of some business. Um, but Hey, Ted, thanks for, thanks for everything. If I, if I, if I come back over and talk to you in a minute, um, is that, is that cool? Can I do that? <laughs> yeah. And he, he's just like, just starstruck, right? Like just, yeah, of course. Like, yeah, I, I'll, and he, he gets, you know, he pays for your, pays for your drink and, and he's like, what, you know, whatever, whatever you say, Bruno, uh, like, he's just so excited to be having this conversation. Um, cool. okay. So, uh, back upstairs, uh, Delilah, um, the uh the baby like you're still you're standing by the door and uh and the the baby says uh he's like why don't you uh why don't you come in have uh have a seat and he gestures at the couch where these two people are and he uh he snaps at one of them he's like get your ass up make my guest a drink and uh the 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 guard is like uh, yeah yes sir of course and he, he comes over to the sidebar and uh, starts starts making you drink, and they make room for you on the on the couch uh, to to come and sit. This woman like gets up and walks over here, like, okay, sorry. Yeah, Delilah makes a a small show of brushing off the seat, and then sits. Okay, yeah. So the baby not gets... in the space where that person got up, but yeah, you want to sit down here. So yeah, the baby gets up uh, from behind the desk and like hops down, like walks around the desk. Picks up his drink and he, he he walks over and he leans against the other side of the desk and he, he turns to face you and he uh, he says, uh, "So I, I gotta ask you, Delilah, what are you doing here?" I'm sorry. I thought this was. Is this not a a club for patrons? Yeah, yeah. You know that it is, but uh, and he squints. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember you and I making any deals about turf before you went away. And, uh, since, since you were gone, there was all this open opportunity and, and house Decaneth never said nothing to me about it. So uh-huh. if you're here to cause trouble, Delilah, you, you got to know I own this neighborhood now. I wouldn't trouble. want anything bad to happen to you. Well, that's not very polite. And then they'll just like flick their cigarette on the floor again. <laughs> I... Okay. This, this guard runs over like, oh God, and like picks it up with his hands. So like, he doesn't want it to burn. Like, Delilah doesn't even look at them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, he scrambles <laughs> over like, oh geez. Ah, and like picks up the, the cigarette off the floor and like, runs over and puts it in the, the ashtray. I, Myron, that hurts my feelings. You think that I would cause trouble over this? Yeah, you can play coy if you want to, Kenneth, but I know you. You're trouble. No matter where you go, no matter what you do, there's no good reason for you to be here. You shouldn't even be in Sharn. There's no room in this town for you anymore. It looks like there's an awful lot of room. I mean, 
you can't possibly take up that much space. Oh. <laughs> the uh, the other guard hands you um, hands you a, a drink, and I mean, have you you've had you've had like interactions with this with with this guy before, right? Like you used to be back when you ran this neighborhood, he was just like a minor figure, and so I think that the two of you have at some point or another like had drinks or, or whatever. So he he has his guard make you something he thinks that you would want. What what kind of drink? What's Delilah? What used to be Delilah's drink? Uh, Delilah would just have straight up whiskey yeah <laughs> straight whiskey but okay. also delilah once taking this drink from this like transfers the cigarette to the other hand yeah takes this drink and looks at the guard no coaster uh and he looks around and he's just like there's no table for you to put it on and he uh he goes uh oh uh yeah uh, just one second and he starts heading towards the door uh, Rook, because you have the door open, you hear and, and see through a slit in the door like most of this happening. What are you going to do? There's a guy coming to the coming towards the door that you were hiding behind. Uh, I'm going to pull back a little bit and let him enter the space as the door swings with me behind it. Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes and sense. And then as the door closed behind him, uh, I would like Rook to slide their knife in their throat. <laughs> yeah, ice <laughs> this dude. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, so you know, here's the issue. Uh, Rook is normally pretty, pretty neutral, pretty uh, on the level, but this is the gang. This, we know this now for a fact. Uh, like this is a hundred percent confirmed. Yeah. Now these people are ir irredeemable, and uh, it's kind of like earlier when the like a shift just like yeah. occurred. Yeah. Well, and the thing for Rook, like. Yeah, killing killing people from the shadows is like what you were born literally born to do. You are you are like an investigation and assassination machine. So yeah, this guy walks out. You just slide the knife out and go stick it in him. Uh, so make a uh, make an attack roll with advantage. Sure. And I figure if you hit him, you just get him in the neck and down he goes. Gotcha. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, there's no point in rolling. You don't have to worry about rolling damage or anything like that. Yeah. He's totally helpless. So you just you just grab him and get him with the knife Jesus. and slide him to the floor. Uh, and uh, Delilah, can you make a perception check? Yeah, I don't think that Delilah is paying attention to what's happening outside. But I, I just want to hear if you I want to see because it's literally like right on the other side of the door from you. Okay. Uh, I just want to see if you hear a thump. A zero in perception. Okay. Yeah, you may may as well not. Whoa. Ooh, 15, I bet. You hear like just the briefest sound that isn't footsteps or the door swinging closed. You hear like a muffled kind of rustle uh, outside the door. Um, but no one else <laughs> in the office seems to notice it. Yeah, Delilah doesn't say anything um, and registers it the same way that they register any of the other people in this room, which is yeah. barely at all, except that it was slightly interesting, which means my henchmen are on there. I was about to say, it goes nicely with the like, of course, somebody's dealing with my problems yeah, for me. Somebody is like, <laughs> you know, somebody's dealing with this. Yeah, you're welcome. So uh, we'll continue to, to rotate around. Uh, Vic, have you decided what you want to do? There's a guy walking towards you. He heard a sound and yes, is headed in your direction terrifying um I, like i i don't know i think that like vic in preparation to like take his form has like dropped their previous um like disguise yeah 
comes out of invisibility, like right as they're approaching Mm -hmm. um, and just wraps a hand around their neck and casts vampiric touch. Oh, nice. Okay. (laughs) Just gonna drain their life. Perfect. Okay. So we'll do the same thing. Make a, make an attack roll with advantage. Cool. Gonna do it. Roll 20. Don't screw her now. Come on. (laughs) Oh, we're gonna do it. It's gonna be fine. All right, you got 24. Nice. Hey. Okay. So in the same way, rather than like roll damage to turn into a whole thing, you you get what you want, right? So you you grab him and like it's it's funny how the escalation from the last beat, right? Because it was like guy comes out, gets stabbed in the neck, we see Rook's glowing eyes in the dark. And then this other guy, you appear from invisibility, grab him, and then just literally siphon his life force out. So he gets all shriveled up and like Yeah. And then he's dead and he's you have him in your arms. The most and, the most fucked up thing is like the last thing he sees before he dies is himself. Oh no! As throwing him into the storage closet. Yes, <laughs> it's like the T twenty or one thousand. Is that right? So do you want to pop? You want to pop open this uh, this door and just like shove him in this room? Yeah, I pop him in the storage closet. Okay, so this this room actually appears to be a like almost like a uh, sleeping car on a train. It's got like a little desk with two seats, and it's got a um, like a vanity, and then there is a, uh, a tap a little like a hanging curtain that separates from a like a sleeping area. Um, cool. But there's nobody in here right now, so you just boot the guy in, and you can like slide him under the the curtain uh, and hide him there. Radical. Yeah, and then you just like I take put on him his under the bed, and it's a and it's foreshadowing for when I get under the bed on the train. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Now, do you? Uh, I guess you have to take the time to like take his clothes off and then put them on and then change your body to fill them out. Um, yeah, probably. Okay, so that's what we do. We see you like, yeah, we see you sliding a naked body under the uh, under the bed and starting to like pull on this oversized tuxedo and then uh, shape change to like fill it out and then all of a sudden now you're. Now you're a goon. Uh, cool. All right. So downstairs, uh, Bruno, drink in hand. What are you? Uh, what are you gonna do? You, you take a look around. All of your friends are gone. Making. I'm making my way towards the backstage. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Area. Sure. All right. Uh, so you're gonna head back here, uh, and I will. Uh, I'll take you upstairs. <laughs> so here's the thing. You come up the stairs, and I think you hear. Uh, I guess Vic, as you uh, as you come out dressed as the guard, you hear footsteps and you turn and you see you see Bruno come up the stairs and Bruno at the other end of the hall, you see a uh, one of uh, one of the baby's gorillas coming out the door, adjusting his bow tie. What do you do? Um, I put the flower on my lapel, mm-hmm. um, and I get real sloppy. <laughs> okay. And I shout down the hallway like, "Hey, hey, where, uh, where's the, where, uh, where the singer? Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm the biggest fan. What are you doing in here? You know you're what not supposed to be in here. Right? Uh, what are you? I, you I know, know I'm supposed Bruno. to not be back here. No, I'm oh, the I biggest know. fan. It makes us be in the jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm the biggest fan i gotta see i gotta uh, she gave me this flower in fact the flower on my own so out of line you're so out of line i guess we gotta see i guess we gotta see what the baby would do with you right well, I, would I, what the baby will do him okay I, um i guess we gotta go see i, guess you, I mean are you sh- are you sure you need to take me to the baby and make a big fuss about it right now i guess i'm making a fuss <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I just want this to be the rest of the game. Everybody just going like, ooh, hey, ooh, yo, hey, yo, at each other for the whole rest of the episode. Tonight. Yeah. Sorry, I don't remember what his voice was. <laughs> it's fine. It's all right if everybody is 1930s gangster stereotypes, I guess. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> every single that's that's what I wanted just a game full of Joe Pesci <laughs> <laughs> do I look like a player game. character to you what do you want <laughs> yep so uh yeah I mean Bruno are you gonna go with this uh this 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 goon I'm gonna walk with the goon a ways mm-hmm. um but I want to try and choke the goon out and <laughs> stuff him in a closet <laughs> <laughs> this, this is your own fault. This yeah. is your own fault. <laughs> I deserve this. How did you not think this was gonna go? Well, I thought we were gonna walk five steps and see the rook surrounded in a puddle of blood. Anyways, yeah, no, the rook <laughs> no. is being an actual stealth operative. So the two of you, oh, you start walking down the hall. We get the the shot down the hall facing towards you. Right, the camera's dollying back as you walk towards it, and we see Vic, and then behind we see Bruno like. Crack their knuckles, like okay, here we go. I'm getting ready to grab you. Uh, so no. back in back in the baby's office, uh, Delilah, I hate it. Uh, you heard a, a brief rustle outside, um, and I think Rook, you're smart enough to not let the body bleed out next to the door, so the Absolutely. blood doesn't go under the door. It's underneath the couch that's in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just jam them over there. Um, <laughs> Foreshadowing to when I crawl underneath the couch in the train. <laughs> <laughs> I find foreshadowing works the best when you call it out explicitly. Absolutely. absolutely. What's yeah. happening here is dramatic irony because you see my character doesn't realize, but what I know is, yeah. So yeah, this is the office I get the romance novel from. <laughs> so you, uh, yeah, so we're back in, you're sitting on the couch, uh, the baby's leaning against the desk talking to you and, um, any, he, uh, he says, uh, things have changed since you've been gone, Delilah. Mm-hmm. You don't matter around here anymore. Not in this neighborhood. Not in this town. Sharn's moved on. I forgot about you. Oh, I can tell. I can certainly tell. That's why I'm up here. And he, he squints. And he, Instead uh, of downstairs in the bar not mattering. Yeah, he, uh, he says, uh, Why, hey, don't don't take it personal. It's just this is just how things go. All right? You go away. Mm-hmm. There's a vacuum. We gotta fill it. Turns out, and he, he gestures himself, I was the only man big enough for the job. And there's mm. like some chuckling from his goons, like, hey, yeah. yeah, boss. Like, oh, is that the first time anyone told you that? <laughs> he, s- he snarls. Listen to Kenneth. I'm only mm-hmm. letting you talk to me like this because we go back so far. I'm just being polite, and I'm letting you know. You better go pack whatever things you got left and get out of here. All right. Get on a train. And get- <laughs> <laughs> Here's a ticket. Get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> or I could just take this operation. I mean, <laughs> he, he laughs. He's just like, ha, ha, yeah. You and you and what army, huh? And he looks over and like one of his goons does that like, yeah, I've got a wand. You better be scared. Like she she like turns and kind of opens her coat and you can see her wand holster like next to her ribs. Like and 
Yeah. And Delilah like takes a drag on that cigarette and is just like, oh, sweetie, put your toy away before you hurt yourself. It wouldn't be the first time I've taken candy from a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, uh, he stands up and he, he takes a step towards you and he's like, all right, DeCanneth, finish your damn drink and then get the hell out of my office. Get out of my bar. Get out of my town. And uh, Rook, you hear all of this on the other side. Um, before Delilah so, has a chance to to respond, though, we cut mm-hmm. we cut back to back to the hall. Uh, Bruno, would you like to attempt to grab the guard? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, all right. So uh, it's an attack roll to make the grab. My armor class is twelve, so you better do real good. <laughs> how how do I just like make an attack roll? How am um, I doing? I think unless you have like an unarmed attack set up, I think the easiest way is a D twenty plus your strength bonus plus your proficiency bonus. Okay, so I'm just gonna roll D twenty. Okay, yes. oh boy. <laughs> plus your strength plus- is three, right? <laughs> Yeah, so eleven. Eleven. Okay. So you grab you grab for for Vic. And what is this? I'll let the two of you describe how this happens, like how Bruno fails. Have have you seen the the lobster? The film The Lobster? Yeah. You know the scene where they're trying to like fight each other and they keep like (laughs) Yeah. Just like pushing each other away and it's kind of slappy and like Yeah, it's like arms it's just arms <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing about so Vic, this. how how long do you let this slap fight go on before you like revert your your face to your own face and be like get off me right i don't i i think it's just the voice i go what are you doing wrestle around a little impression was so bad that was the worst impression <laughs> I've ever done so that you could clearly tell that I was not the guard. <laughs> hey, I don't know what kind of tricks you're trying to pull. Pretending. Oh my god, Vic, what are you doing? You what? Who's? <laughs> did you do something to Vic? <laughs> I, I like my eyes go back to like their gray, like yeah. Oh Jesus! Oh okay. Oh, okay. Oh, ever on Jesus. I always just assume this is the thing. I always just assume that if a if a player uses like a colloquial expression like that, I'm in my brain. I'm just like, yeah, whatever the equivalent is, we'll do the subtitles translate it for us. (laughs) Jay Speller. Oh Oh, Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh God. Um, I'm gonna say that in Jay Spiller must die from <laughs> No, please don't. No. Peacock bless. Jesus Christo. <laughs> uh yeah, so okay, so it's been revealed to you, Bruno, that this is indeed Vic, uh your uh, your changeling companion, uh, but dressed as and uh shapeshifted into uh the form of uh, a guard. I figured I'd take you in there and it'd be sort of like a me as the guys of turning you in, but then we'd do them a what for and then attack Yeah, but them. like, shouldn't I be involved in that, pr- like the plan, the process? <laughs> like, shouldn't I know that that's what's happening? That's a valid critique. Um, well, I'll okay, take that's a good plan though, let's do it. I yeah. hear their voices talking as they're walking <laughs> up and I just like open the door and I'm just like, come on. Yeah, so the two of you, go, you come around, you come around this corner, yeah, and then Rook. Here, let me clear the door for you. You see, yeah, you see Rook in the doorway there. 
Like, and just like a, a finger up and just like, come on, cats, let's go. <laughs> okay, you see, like, you see how they revealed themselves to me immediately? And, and they... <laughs> yes. I do. I, I do see that. Um, pianissimo, right. brothers. Pianissimo. <laughs> let's do the um, let's do the little thing where I pretend to tie you up, and then with your hands behind your backs, and then I'll push you in and be like, "Look at these, look at these bad, bad, bad folks." Wait, is, the, is that what your like, voice is gonna sound like? They're gonna know it's not like, you no, immediately. No, Nick, you gotta do like, hey, it, do this thing. I'll do uh, like the shoulder thing. I'll, and then they'll really die. That's still not a good voice. That's not what he sounded like. What did he... Oh, I oh, just I'm love sorry. the idea of this huge guard coming in <laughs> and the baby being like, how are things going on downstairs? And the guard being like, everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing uh, to worry about, baby. You're like, what the... F- what is that? Is this a new thing you're doing? Or <laughs> Yes. <laughs> So yeah, so what you the three of you are kind of like out in this this like waiting room, mm-hmm. and uh, Delilah, you know Delilah's in in the baby's office. Yeah. Um, Delilah, do you do do you respond? What do you do? So we cut back to the office, and he's pretty much just like finish your drink and get the fuck out of here. So like Delilah has no indication of how close. the ridiculous (laughs) henchmen are or what's going on out there but i think now is a good time to set some nonsense in motion Mm -hmm. and i think yeah i think delilah will he's like finish your drink delilah will say they never brought a coaster (laughs) uh we'll take their cigarette um uh put it like out on the couch like wow um, wow and like grind it in while keeping eye contact okay all right always lovely to chat with you myron (laughs) and uh stands up and starts going towards the door and then um delilah rarely wears gloves loves their hands, mm-hmm. loves their fingernails, loves polishing them. Mm-hmm. Two fingernails that are bright fire red. <laughs> and she'll kiss her lips, mm-hmm. and look at him, bang baby, <laughs> and cast fire f- firebolt. <laughs> oh my god. All right, okay. So <laughs> yeah, go ahead and go ahead and do that. And then uh and then we'll roll we'll roll initiative. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, you hit him. Yep. Yeah, I did it. Mm-hmm. Do I just click firebolt for the damage? Yeah, for damage. Yeah, click it in there, and then you'll get to roll another uh, another d8 for your uh, arcane firearm uh, ability. Phew. Okay, so ten fire damage, and then roll d8. Yep. Bloop. Nice, sixteen damage. Okay. So everyone in the on the other side, despite there being like two doors and some space in between, you hear the sound of uh, magic, right? You hear the, the sort of tearing sound of fire being conjured into empty air. Uh, you hear a shout. Uh, uh, somebody, somebody else, like she tried to fry me. Get her! And uh, everybody's gonna everybody's gonna roll initiative, and we will see uh, what happens thereafter. So go ahead and yeah, go ahead and roll. Let's get you on the sheet here. You know it's great, not having a zero for initiative. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I like, 
I love Torgor. I love Torgor. But having a zero in initiative is awful. <laughs> yeah, it's never any fun, hey? God. You know what? I deserve this three. Yeah. Well, I mean, you did just, you, 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 you get to start the turn. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then we, we roll through. Mm. Okay. Roll 20. That's... I'm so tired of rolling sixes. <laughs> All right. Please, so there's Thug. Oh, my God. There is. Oh, nice. Uh, There's. Oh, no. Priest. And then. Okay, good. Spellcaster friend. Is that the sixth? And Natural then... 20, I've been pretty to since being on here. <laughs> uh, and then let me roll for... Be gentle with me. I only have 27 hit points. The baby. Okay. Ooh. All right. So uh, before, Delilah, before you get a chance to do anything... Um, this uh this this thug the guy in the gorilla suit he steps forward and he is taking a um he's got like a club and he's like pulling out uh and he, he gives you a, a look where he's almost like it's not he's like nothing personal right like eh, well you know this is just how it's got to be yeah and he, he kind of gives you this look like okay sorry and he takes a swing at you with this baton uh what's your armor class uh, 14. Okay. Does so it matter? He clubs you once. You got a 22. Yeah, you got a 22, oh. and then he missed. You got 11. So you take five bludgeoning damage, and you, you try to turn to dodge out of the way so you don't fully, like, take the club in the side of the head. But, he, yeah, he hits you in the arm. Uh, And I think, yeah, I think that's it for him. Uh, The baby, instead of jumping into the fray, runs over here behind his desk and starts frantically pushing a button underneath the desk. You just hear Damn. the like click, 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 click of the of the button. Damn it, um, Rook! It is your it is your turn. Um, so now there's uh, I I can't see on my yeah. Uh, there's a door map. door shut there. And there's um, Delilah's on the other side of it. Yeah, Delilah's on the other side of that door. You can see here. And the the person's on uh, like attacking them. So I would yeah. like to still using my stealth uh, like sneak behind this one person mm -hmm. um, following the door and like get a sneak attack on them. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, make a, so you're going to use the bonus action to get the, to do a hide. So make yeah. a stealth check. I, so have I lost my stealth? Or yeah. It... Revealing yourself to your friends means you're going to need to like uh, stealth okay. again. That's yeah. okay. That's fine. But you can do I it as a bonus action cause you're oh, yeah. a rogue. So, and I got plus seven on it. So I think okay. I'll be okay. So you got, got a 12. 12. Uh, let's see what this goes past. The perception is okay. Yeah. He won't notice you. You sneak in, you can open the door and <laughs> stab him in the neck. Stab him in the neck. Yeah. Uh, so this so will be like regular combat dealing damage, like all that stuff. Cool. But yeah, you can, you can use your move to sneak up and attack. You have advantage cause you're hidden. So you hit him. Uh, and then you can, you can sneak attack. Cool. All right. So I think I did it right. I put it all in the chat. Uh, I got a 12 for my stealth and then got advantage with my uh, sneak attack. So I got a 21. Nice. And I'm doing 15 damage. Perfect. Okay. So Delilah, the door opens from the other side. And instead of seeing, uh, you know, uh, uh, more reinforcements, which the baby is expecting, right? the baby looks up and I think he almost, you know, there's a point where he's like, oh, that was fast. And the door opens and you're like, oh, wait a second. And it's, it's Rook, you know, machine of death. And Rook just like stabs yeah. this guy and he ah, lets out a shriek as he gets a knife in the back. Yeah. Um, I look at a uh, baby and I just straight up goes, Vincent won't save you tonight. And he, he he spits and he's like, it's a it's a goddamn conspiracy. They're all out to get me. Kill them. Kill, kill them both. 
Uh, so uh, that is your turn, Rook Bruno. Uh, the 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 fight has been joined in earnest. What are you gonna do? Um, I want to just plow into the room uh, with my with my uh, knuckle dusters. Hell yeah! Yes. Um, let's see here. So you can get you can get there if you if you just move forward, uh, and then you can start swinging in on this dude's face. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that. Yeah. Just pop in a couple of those. Let's see here. Uh, yep, that's a hit. All right. Very dope. And <laughs> okay, wow, <laughs> eleven bludgeoning. Okay, wow. yeah. So you you punch him very hard. Uh, his head spins around one way. Uh, you you get another get another attack, right? So you can take another swing on him. Yep, another hit. Oh, another hit. Boom. All right. Uh, do you knock him out or do you kill him? Kill him. Yeah. All right. So yeah, just two two punches. Just one spins him around, and as he comes on the other side. Boom, finish him off with the other. He slumps back against the wall and falls to the floor. Uh, and that is move, bonus action, action. You're good to go. So the uh, the woman that was threatening you with the wand uh, is going to make good on her threat. Um, and she's definitely not going to cast Fireball and burn the club down. <laughs> <laughs> Did anything catch on fire from the initial fireball? Just so fire, fire bolt is targeted. It doesn't damage uh, any like objects around it. Um, gotcha. Fireball would, yeah, immediately begin burning this yeah. place to the ground. Like, cool, if, cool, cool. yeah. Yeah. So she knows better. Uh, and so instead we'll cast. Um, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, part of part of Delilah shooting him earlier was <laughs> I don't want to shoot around my friends. So, uh, yeah, I guess it's gonna be magic missile. So she's gonna cast that on Delilah. So rude. Um, do you just as a as a question, do you have the shield spell? I do have the shield spell. Okay, if you would like, you can cast it as a reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it will absorb this magic missile spell. Will it absorb all three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shield, I was just checking. So shield, uh, you cast it as a reaction to someone casting a spell. You get a plus five bonus to AC and you take no damage from magic missiles. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, I think because Delilah did see that wand. Yeah, she gave um, you lots of warning. Yeah, there will be, the hair comb will activate into the nice. uh, the, um, the giant parasol on yeah. that side. And uh, and Delilah will like, for for the first time, like sort of can't cast like a glance over the shoulder, just like, hmm. I really like how she would never admit it, but Delilah is totally just a magical girl. And every every time oh, we see like one hundred heavy Sailor Moon accessory magic going on here, it's very oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is like I want you to imagine Sailor Moon plus Lucille from Arrested Development. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. That's who I Delilah love this. Is. That's perfect. <laughs> very good cross. All right, so the yeah the maid she draws her wand and she she. Shouts the magic word. Three uh, magic missiles leap from the end of her wand, but you're you're too quick. You cast the shield spell, and your uh, your your shield absorbs the uh, absorbs the attack. Um, the other the other woman that's here, uh, she is also a spellcaster. She is going to she's going to go over here to the baby, and she's going to heal him because he's sad and injured. Okay. 
Okay, so she heals him for 10 hit points. Okay, so he... Uh, there we go. Okay, so yeah, he uh, he takes he, she comes over and she's chanting as she walks. She's rolling her sleeves up, and there's blue glowing um, runes kind of floating over her hands. She puts her hands on the baby, and the bu- the burn mark from where you you blasted him uh, starts to like heal up. Uh, Vic, it is your turn. All right, I'm gonna do some shenanigans. Yeah, do it. I'm going to spend my action to dash. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the part of called in reinforcements. Ah, right, okay. I'm gonna dash in. I'm gonna get up close next to Mycin. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna say, boss, we just got wood. They've got the whole place surrounded. We gotta get you out of here. Um, but I think that like me and Delilah like have a signal, and I think it's like an ear tug. Oh. Where it's like Delilah like chose to was looking, like that would be like the signal that I'm not, <laughs> but I'm going to see if I can get this, this baby isolated and alone and maybe kill and take over their body. That would yeah. Be really- not only that, I think that, I think Vic has the same walk, no matter what the body mm-hmm. is. <laughs> That's so rude. <laughs> I well, love- I'll just say, cause like Delilah's all about that runway walk. So I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna shove the medic out of the way. Yeah, like, get out of the way. I have to protect the baby. I'm here to back him up. I love I love the idea too that that just because we saw Vic on a train later doesn't mean that it was actually Vic. So we could very easily run into a situation where Vic pretends to be the baby forever. The rest of you have to go into hiding and you bring a different changeling with you onto the train. <laughs> Or Vic could be anybody, right? Maybe Delilah stays, and who we thought was Vic is actually Delilah. That's great, man. Shapeshifters. Okay, we're all changelings. So you spend your um, you spend your turn coming into the into the office and and do this. Make a make a uh, deception roll with advantage. So okay. Yeah. Come Please on. deception. The seven. Come on, we we got, got to this. Do. Oh. Nice. Oh, natural 20. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. 20. As you come in, (laughs) as you come in, the baby looks over uh, and uh, and he uh, he's like, uh, he's like, ah, Bronson, thank goodness you're here. Listen, we don't need to run. Look, we got our outnumber. And then he looks and he sees Bruno and Rook and he he's like. Ah, oh, ah, hell! It's a, a what is this? A, everybody, who, everybody who has it in for the baby convention. I, you know what? Maybe, maybe you're right, Bronson. Let's uh, let's amscray. And he leaps into your arms. <laughs> like, let's go, buddy! And he, you got a crit, right? So he he literally just like he does the like uppies motion and then jumps jumps into your arms so that you can carry him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a baby Bjorn installed under the guard's suit. Yeah, ready right, pull, pulls his shirt open and sash. there's a harness you just put him in. I thought I thought it was a sash that I was putting on for his uniform, but I'm it's realizing that the baby weird. Bjorn. A, yeah. <laughs> What's his weird cummerbund for? Yeah, he just looks like he looks like Quado. <laughs> Quaid. Oh. So yeah, the the baby just leaps into your arms, uh, and he's like, "Wait, wait, I'm the baby. Get me out of here." Um, Delilah, it is your turn. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've helped you to know it's I'm sorry. Um, just... I'm sorry. 
Oh, I don't God. even know what to do now. I'm just holding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh gosh, I, I, I do. Oh no. Um, I'm gonna shoot this this other mage that shot me. Yeah, um, yeah, the magic missile one. Sure. Yeah, I wanna. I just I, cause I also have magic missile, and mm-hmm. so um, <laughs> instead of the gun motion. Uh, I think I think we'll go for a shocker. Um, what <laughs> okay. Delilah does and goes ahead and casts a uh, magic missile and says, "Oh, sweetie, you dropped something." Um, and shoots at that mage. Yeah. And uh, you fire I the just magic clicked it. Yeah. So, so here's know. the thing: the reason it always hits, right? The reason I knew that shield protected you from magic missiles is because she also has shield. She so has shield. She's oh. gonna use she's gonna use a first level spell slot, and with her free hand, you awesome. so you, you cast the magic missiles. They fly <gasps> out. She puts her hand up. There's a ring on one hand that flashes, oh, and then nice. pulls the magic missiles uh, into the spell and Ooh. dissipates them. And she yeah, and she she snarls at you. And the two of you are going full on Harry Potter wand duel now. Like, yes, just I'm firing. really. Excited. Magic back and forth across the room. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It looks like it definitely looks like Harry Potter, like in the background while my henchmen actually get things done. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Okay, uh, so let's see here. Okay, um, so the baby is gonna hold action because he just kicks his feet and is like, "Let's go! Come on, uh, Rook! Uh, it's your turn." Uh, I am going to rush the spellcaster that uh, Delilah is fighting. Okay. So you just do Terminator into the room and just charge. Uh, And then I'm going to use insightful fighting, which Mm -hmm. means I do a wisdom check. uh, uh, Sorry, insight check against (laughs) their uh, deception. Sorry. Okay. Uh, And if I beat it, I get to use my sneak attack even without having stealth. And they roll roll, Uh, um, deception. Deception. Okay. You got to beat a 19. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Deception is charisma. They don't Rook's have a trained. very good character you made, Adam. This Thank is, you. I, yes. I really, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I got a 15, so no problem. Perfect. Yep. So you, and the, the thing is like, yeah, Rook, as you're, as you're charging in, yeah. your, your tactical subprocessors are like examining the person's emotional state and like figuring out yeah. what they might do. And mm-hmm. so when you do go to make the attack, it's like you're attacking you you have predictive uh, combat model, right? So you, you attack not where they are, but where you have anticipated them being. So you just start lunging at the air, and she turns, and we'll see if you see if you hit her. Um, so yeah, you'll uh, you'll get your your sneak attack if you can. If you can hit cool, her. cool, cool. Nice. Yep. No problem. Heck yeah. Yeah. So she turns right into the attack. Yeah. Uh, and takes nine, and another eight. Okay. Uh, so she yeah yelps in pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and snarls at you like, "Damn, Warforged, get away from me!" Uh, See, the thing about Jazz and me is, I always know how the phrase is gonna end, Daddyo. <laughs> Excellent. She's now confused I got, and I got afraid. So many lo- one I'm so ready for this. Do you have like a list? Just uh, like you're, you're just checking just them off, lo- locked away. Yeah. Legitimately, oh, no oh. joke. The other day, I watched all of uh, I watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit all the way through. Yeah. Because yeah. I hadn't seen it in like twenty years, so I was like, "It's such a horror show." It's yeah, it's a, it's kind of nightmarish. I can yeah. I can remember why I didn't like it as a kid. Um, I love that movie, but it is yeah. Christopher Lloyd is a nutso in it. Um, yeah, Bruno. Like the first movie to give me nightmares. Yeah, it's terrifying. 
when his eyes bulge out i couldn't like, figure out who it was for like is it a kid's movie is it an adult's movie it goes back and forth so wildly yes. i could never figure it's it out for me i want to watch cool me. world next all right bruno <laughs> do not <laughs> no it's your turn what do you want to do um what what are the handles on these doors um i figure they're they're like the vertical like metal handles that are they got two things attached perfect to them cool them. uh i want to grab the um the club that that yeah yeah yeah. it's just lying on the floor and i just i want to close the doors i want to get into the room and close the doors and i want to put the yeah. club between the, the <laughs> i like the how vic and bruno keep just stepping on each other's toes like vic's like i got this and you're like doors locked can't get out <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm gonna so I'm gonna come in and do that, and then um, uh, I want to like stare down the baby, even while being held by Vic. Yeah, and just go like, <laughs> I'm getting you right here. Yeah, right. So this is the baby's worst day because these four people or these three people, he doesn't know the Vic's here. These three people that he and probably doesn't know who Vic is. Uh, the three people he's like done wrong are all in his office at once. And so when he sees Bruno, he 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 shouts a little bit more like fervently and and like tugs on your clothes, Vic. And it's like, come on, come on. You got to get me out of here. Uh, I told him it's we should have made a secret party. exit. And he, he's looking around. He's babbling in fear like he he just wants there to be a secret way out. But there isn't. Uh, and he, he's like, oh, where's that goddamn backup? Um, so yeah, Bruno, you come in the room and then you, you shut the door, jam the club in there. And I think picking up the club, closing the door and putting the thing in that, that's like, that's your action. Yep. I figured as much. Uh, um, so this mage, um, let's see. One, two, three. Starts here. I'm trying to see if there's a cone that I can do to hit all three of you. Sure. Yeah, there totally is. Okay, so she may not, she may be smart enough to know not to burn the place down, um, but she's going to cast uh, a spell that is going to hit all three of you. So when you get up in her face, Rook, she puts, uh, she, she puts a hand out and a spiral of, of dark blue uh, runes appear. The air suddenly becomes very cold, maybe like a drink on the table freezes over, and she thrusts her hand forward and a cone of magical cold erupts from her hand. Uh, and blasts out into the uh, into the room, um, and I think let me see, it's a fifteen foot cone. Mm-hmm. Oh, 60 foot cone. Yeah, she can definitely oh, yeah. hit all three of you. So yeah, it just just like flies out and blasts all three of you. You need to make uh, dexterity saving or Constitution saving throws, please. Rude. Okay. Okay. Uh. Without advantage, I imagine. Yeah, just a regular save. Then a six. Instead of a nat 20. But yeah. Oh, you okay. all did great. Everyone's doing great. All right. So Rook, you you take the, the majority the of the of, of yeah. the attack. You take yeah. the brunt of it. It's cold damage. Uh so Rook will take the full amount and then everybody else takes half. I yeah, Oof. I'll say that um, Ooh, yeah. Rook is down. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll say Delilah steps behind Rook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um what is is this? It's 36. 18, 18 is half? Yeah. 18 damage to the two of you. Unless okay. you have something that mitigates cold. And then Rook, cool. yeah. So you see Rook pretty much just do the like and like freeze over and then just tip over backwards and fall on the ground. Oh boy. A hundred percent still. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. 
<laughs> so maybe maybe in that in that moment right so she does this and then Rook falls out of the way and she looks at you Delilah like and she's breathing hard and she's she's injured but she's like no no, no okay. this is personal like now I'm gonna now I'm gonna get you so we see we see the two of you she she glares across the room at you like breathing hard nostrils flaring and I think that's I think that's where we go to break so okay. stare her down there's a moment here we pause we fade to commercial and when we get back we will conclude our confrontation with the baby don't go anywhere I, things that i just say out loud don't go anywhere we will be right back 